0: On today's Patriot Nation podcast, just me, it's bags today. We're recapping a great Sunday night matchup from the Seahawks and previewing what looks to be a really difficult matchup with the Las Vegas Raiders this Sunday in New England. It's a heck of a show, so buckle up and cue the music.
1: Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Wilson, quick throw. And it's Let's good. Go- hit!
0: are back, and everyone's been talking about it all week, and I know that there are uh, there are no moral victories in the NFL, but uh, I feel like a little bit of a moral victory on Sunday.
1: Yeah, and I, I was saying this too all week, like last year, last 20 years, you look at that game and you are just, that's one of those games that stings until it's like Wednesday, Thursday when you officially, you know, pu- turn the page to next week. Um, but, you know, all things considered and the amount of turnover they had this offseason and you know, the uncertainty of the passing game, which we'll get into, um, you know, it was it was a good game. I mean, they showed us a lot. I thought the first half was they started a little slow and kind of felt the game out. It was a lot of what we saw versus Miami, uh, but the second half, particularly the fourth quarter, they just let it rip. And yeah, I mean, to your point, moral victory, I felt really good Monday. I mean, that's that's a top team in the league, has been for the last decade. Uh, you face the best quarterback. I mean, defense was what it was. I, I don't think it was, it was great, but let's Russell Wilson's going to do that to pretty much every defense he faces. If he's 75% of himself every week, um, he's absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, great, great game. Uh, definitely showed us something. And I said it Patriots are for real. I mean, that was a true test. Right. I know it's early on in the year and, you know, had some guys banged up, obviously miss James white, um, you know, prayers to him and his family. We'll start out with that. That's just, gut-wrenching news that came out and, and really affected everybody. Um, even you don't even know them and it, it you know, it hits you right home. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I thought it was a great game. Um, and, and, and a true test for them as we kind of, you know, another tough week and then Kansas city and then Denver and, and, and it kind of adds up. So, you know, they're making strides particularly offensively and, and the defense will, will continue to get better.
0: All right now it's true. And, it, you know, the white stuff is just awful. I mean, it's just, heartbreaking when you see it and it happens, you know, day of the game. And you're like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, and it's just, it's just, you can't even imagine, you know, you can't imagine what, what a guy goes through in a situation like that. And of course the team rallied around him and, and it's been nice to see not just the team, but also kind of the entire league kind of rally around him with the players. And Gruden was talking about it this week. So like, and first, I mean, it's the first thing Russell Wilson said in his press conference, which, you know, that guy's all class. and We know that already anyways, but, it's just, uh, you know, what what a difficult thing to deal with. And, of course, Belichick loses his mom last week, too. So there's just, you know, so much stuff going on. And Linda um, lost
1: her father, his girlfriend, long-time right? girlfriend. Yep.
0: That's right. So it's just, you know, a uh, lot of tragedy, obviously. Um, you know, but, but as far as the game is concerned, for me, you know, look, the defense played the way they played. And like you said, like, you'd like to see them play better, obviously. Russell Wilson, in my opinion, is – if he's not the best quarterback in the NFL, he's, he's one a behind Mahomes, And, you know, to me, I just look at it and say the you know what you're going to get from the defense, you know, the secondary is going to be elite. I think the, the front seven is going to be better. Kyle Duggar showed us a lot. I think he looked great uh, in his first, in his first game. And so I think that they are going to only improve as we go along. The biggest question that we had was, was, you know, the offense and the passing attack. And, you know, and, and the question that we asked last week to Mark was, if they stop the run, if we can't run effectively, can Cam sit back there and throw the ball? And, I mean, he, he absolutely did. I mean, he dropped some uh, dimes. He, was, he dropped he really some did. dimes, man. He really did. He, I mean, he he was hitting Edelman all over the place. Edelman was smoking um, Jamal Adams all over the field. And, you know, and Cam was hitting him in stride and gorgeous throws and, you know, darts left and right. And Cam looked great. He looked great. And, you know, so that was a huge question mark that I think they answered, which is great. Now, I know, look, the Seahawks secondary is not the best secondary in the NFL. We realize this, okay? But the fact is, is that it doesn't matter how good the secondary was. Cam was putting the balls exactly where they needed to be, and the guys were going up and making catches. And so, you know, to me, that's a good sign. Now, that you know, we may not have a top-five passing attack in the NFL, but we're able to at least do it, and that's a good sign. And so, you know, look – it is what it is. Obviously you want, you know, you want to win the game. And I think the last play of the game, I wanted to talk about a little bit because there was a lot of question marks, a lot of questioning of it at the end. People were pissed that, you know, that they ran that play again and everything else. And, but to me, it was the right call. It would you know, if you look, first of all, we're playing the freaking Seahawks. Okay. Well, everyone says the worst play in, in, you know, worst play call, maybe in NFL history is them throwing the ball at the goal line at the one yard line. Now you want to get to the goal line at the one yard and throw the freaking ball? What are you kidding me? This is what you've been talking. You've been saying, you've been making fun of them for years for doing just that. And now you're arguing that that you want to throw the ball at the goal line? That's insane. That's number one. Number two, what's he going to turn around and hand it off to Sony? That's stupid. So like, okay, fine. Oh, you want to bring out a different formation. Great. Let's bring out a different formation with wide receivers. They did that on the two-point conversion and got stuffed. So you might as well bring out the 14 package. They, they, no one's been able to stop it all night long. And by the way, boys and girls, if Michael Unwainu makes his block, it's a touchdown. And Cam's walking in for a touchdown if Unwainu makes his block. And Cam maybe could have bounced it outside. That's a possibility. I do know that. He said it after the game, too, that he could have bounced it outside. Um, But in that moment, I'm not expecting Cam to bounce it outside. I don't think he was expecting to bounce it outside. And yes, I guess he's looking where he's going to go, but he's not looking far. Out that way. He's just not. And so maybe now from now on, if someone crashes like that, he'll take it outside if he has to. But to me, right off that end there, on Wayne who, you know, he just he didn't, you know, and Wesley, who I think listens to the show a decent amount and is a football coach. And he said it on Twitter. He just he just didn't trust the technique. You know, he just had to take a bucket step and try to try to um try to get that guy, you know, seal that edge, and not even, even seal it, just push him out of the way. But instead of taking the bucket step, he just, he just went into, it. you know, he tried to use his strength and power and overpower him and, he, and it didn't happen. Collier got good position on him and, you know, and broke through dove and took out cams legs. And that was the end of that. And so, you know, look, obviously you want to win the game kids playing in his second career NFL game. He's looked great. The first two games, great. he's going to learn yeah. from that mistake. And, and so if that's what it takes and that's what it takes to a non conference, a non-divisional game, like, it is what it is, you know, and it puts the Patriots on the map, I think, as far as like like you said, they're for real. So, you yeah. know, we'll see. Obviously, you want to win, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah, and and before we get into the Raiders, not even to beat a dead horse, just to piggyback off you. Uh, when you looked at the pre-snap, they out they outnumbered them, right? I mean, it was right. they had Jakob Johnson, I believe, leading the way. Um, yep. it was it was five on four. And when you have a quarterback that's built like LeBron James. And they haven't stopped it all year, right? I mean, you put right. the ball in the hands of your best player. A lot of people had some, some questions, right, about the about that final play. I have no problem with that, right? It's a game of inches. Right. They beat you on that given play. Granted, it was the biggest play of the night, and they won. Whatever, tip your cap, right? But what else are you going to do there? Like Sonny Michelle right. can't, he can't run through anyone right now. He's awful after contact. He gets touched. He's down. Rex Burkhead, I mean, maybe, but like I said, you, they haven't, no one, no one has stopped that play all year long. What did right. they ran at four or five? Maybe every time cams had a rushing touchdown, I think, I mean, I know he swept one for like 15 yards against Miami, Um, but everything, right. you know, goal yeah. to goal, they, they've they ran that every time yeah. and he's converted. Right. So, um, yep. Short, and then, you know, you one, say the pass play, one, right. They did that. They did that before they, 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 right. the, 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 to make it a 20, before the time they threw right. to Jakob, right? So I have no problem with that. I thought that was a you know a, 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 a just a game of inches, right? You just hope when you makes that block and we're sitting here 2-0 and <laughs> probably feeling the same way we as we do now. I, I think regardless, right. this, you take a lot away from that game, a lot of positives. Uh Cam, clean pocket, picked it apart. I didn't think he'd be that good as a passer. Um, and like I said, he's gonna continue to make the two of us look pretty bad as the years go on, as the weeks go on. But hey, I'm I'm okay with it.
0: Yep. Hey, listen. They keep winning and playing the way they're playing. I can look as I'll look as bad as as uh, as he's gonna make me as he's gonna make me look. I don't care. You know, it's fine with me because that means the Patriots are gonna be winning, and it is what it is. You know, I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again, and uh, you know, it's just I'm I'm okay with it. I'll embrace it. It's fine with me. So, um, but he's looked great, and I didn't think. You know, my biggest thing was that no one wanted him. Nobody. How? How in the world did nobody want him? I I just I don't get it. You know, I mean, he signed for the same. I just, I keep going back to it. He signed for the same amount of guaranteed money.
1: Well, that's the thing we we debated. Like we and everybody who you know points their finger at us and and specific you know us specifically for for not getting behind this guy. You can't tell me if you were the biggest Cam Newton fan, you thought he'd sit there and be this good. Like I I don't I don't even think the Patriots thought that right, considering his contract. And I think he got kind of railroaded and 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 you know. It was a tough year for him to be a free agent, given the circumstances with COVID, and he couldn't get a physical, and he's coming off four right. surgeries in six years, right? But I mean, even you know, everyone's like, "Oh, how could you leave this guy unemployed?" And and granted, it, that's a fair question considering the guys, you know, Jameis Winston, Mariota, all these guys that, that signed backup money got signed before him and for more money. And you look at the contracts of the quarterbacks, Peterman, Blaine, Peterman. all these guys making more money, right? But right. I mean, that that should have never happened in the first place. But as well as he's playing, I don't think anybody expected this, right? But he's got a good, he's got a, finally has a good offensive line. He's going untouched, right? Like this is the right place for him in terms of him trying to stay healthy. He, he, he's doing a good job, not initiating contact. I think before he welcomed it, he tried to run through some linebackers. Now he's being a little more smart about it. Um, So it's a lot of him improving him kind of out there with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, and just the pieces around him, But like you said, yeah, it's crazy that he's playing. I shouldn't say crazy because he's Cam Newton. Like, realistically, this guy was an MVP five years ago. Right. But I mean, yeah, I, I didn't think I thought he'd be good. Not this good. He's playing some really good football and props to him. And like I said, he's going to continue to make us look bad. And, I, and I'm OK with that. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. considering all, yeah. all things considered.
0: Well, and you look at, I mean, look around the league, look around the league. You know, Philip Rivers looks like garbage in, in Indy. They have a fantastic offensive line, you know? So it's like you, you start looking around the league and start saying, what are these What are these people doing? You know, like why? And look, Tampa goes with Brady. Okay, fine. But like Indy gives Rivers the bag and you're like, what are you doing? You know, and, I, and look, some of the misnomer stuff out there, I get it. Like Winston and even Peterman and all these other guys. Yeah, they sign for backup contracts and they get more than him. Mariota, but like Cam wasn't signing a back. Cam wasn't signing anywhere to be a backup. Right. So he did, he had a limited, it was a limited amount of places he could sign simply because he wasn't going to be a backup. And I didn't blame him for that. Um, you know, but when you saw, when you saw what it took to get him, I mean, I'm like, Whoa. So, you know, we'll see. And, and how wrote a, um, uh, wrote a great piece about on the athletic about, you know, about his, uh, Resigning and everything so we'll see you know and we'll see what happens and i don't even want to dive into that i mean that's 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 too much uh too far down the road for us you know what i mean but but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it but i do want to start talking about the raiders because that's this week and i'll tell you what i looked at the schedule and i'm like raiders easy win and uh, after two weeks it doesn't look so easy anymore that offense looks legit and Motivated i know bunch, there's some for sure yeah there's some flaws for sure you know, with, with the Panthers look like they stink and, you know, and there's some real flaws with, with New Orleans, especially without Michael Thomas, but either way, I mean, the the Raiders look like they're a damn good team and Darren Waller is no joke. And, you know, and, and the way the Patriots have been playing the run, Josh Jacobs scares the hell out of me too. So it's really going to be really going to be interesting to see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, and obviously, we're recording here on Wednesday. You see the injury report. Um, obviously, Waller and Jacobs didn't practice, but like we talked about, considering my fantasy team, I have to both of them. Um, it could be a, re- mm-hmm. re- you know, kind of a maintenance day, considering they played Monday night, tough game. Uh, obviously, you have to travel um, now all the way across the country. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a motivated bunch. Derek Carr's playing some good football. I don't think he's, you know, the main piece there, but... They're playing well. They got a good rushing attack. Josh Jacobs is a bull. I mean, he, he runs violent. He'll run through you. He can get to the second level. He's great. Catch the ball in the backfield. Obviously, Darren Waller. Talk about a gem. Speaking of Cam Newton, Darren Waller's up there on the the, the Ravens practice squad. Uh, Gruden saw him running routes before a game or in joint practices, I think. And as soon as I got back on the plane, he was a member of the Raiders. So what a i there. there? Um, and then, like you said, they got a... They got a good defense. I like the Abrams kid in safety. He lays the boom. He, he yeah. shined last year in the preseason. Obviously, he missed the year with a shoulder injury. But uh, that's a young team with a lot of confidence um, coming into New England with, versus a team who's obviously oozing with confidence after even a loss Sunday night. But, um, yeah, like you said, you looked at the schedule. You kind of looked at Seattle, probably, an mm-hmm. you know. L. You looked at the Raiders, like, L, you know, D- easy W, Miami, easy W. But, yeah you know, and, and I want to kind of get into it. You don't want to talk about must win games, right? Cause it's week three, it's early injuries, obviously are piling up considering the circumstances this off season, but you know, do you really want to go into the chiefs game and go in Arrowhead one and two, right? Like that's a, and I granted you get Denver next week and, and, and locks probably going to be out and they got Driscoll. So you should win that game, especially at home, but, uh, or the following week after Kansas city, but yeah, I mean, this is not a must-win game, but it's, you know, you come out and you you lay the beating on a team like that that's 2-0, and o, oozing with confidence, beats a big-time team like the Saints, and you throw them all around their yard, and then you go into Kansas City 2-1. and one. That's a, you know, with a moral victory Sunday night, I'm feeling pretty good.
0: Right. Well, look, I mean, I agree with you, right? You, you talk about, you know, must-win week three, and you're like, what? But at the same time... Look, there are seven playoff spots. So if the Patriots continue playing the way they're playing, they're making the playoffs no matter what. That's going to happen. But the question is, the Bills, now look, the Bills have played the Dolphins and the Jets. Okay? So let's keep repeating that. The Bills have played the Dolphins and the Jets. They did this last
1: year versus the Giants and the Jets.
0: Right. First two weeks. Right. Very true. They look fantastic. Right? Josh Allen hasn't thrown a pick. He's looked great. He's looked a little bit more in control. He's made some great throws. He's made some great plays with his legs. So you're like, okay, here we go. Now they've played the Dolphins and the Jets, but they look great. So the question is, if they can keep doing what they're doing, they're going to push you for the for the division. And if that's the case, then you need to try to keep pace with them. Yes, you can make the playoffs no matter what, if you're playing the way you're playing. But, you know, you need to keep pace with them. And and look. I love the Patriots obviously they're my team. I don't know how you could possibly pick the Patriots in Kansas City. I, I don't know how you could do it. I, you know, I know there's only so of, so many fans that are going to be there and blah 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 but like doesn't the place doesn't even matter. Kansas City's disgusting. So like unless Mahomes and Hill get hurt this week, you know, you you're probably walking in there saying that's probably going to be a loss. Okay? But yeah, if you go in there one and two, now you're coming out of there one and three. And yeah, you get Denver so now you're two and three at the buy, but like man, that's it's a tough road to climb back, you know, if you're if you're, you know, one and three climbing back from that one and three hole. So to me, although, like you said, not necessarily a must win, but I think they're gonna have to come out uh really motivated with a little fire under their ass. And I'll tell you what, you mentioned Abram. I wouldn't be surprised to see them pick on Abram a little bit. And the reason why is because anytime you see those safeties that play with that physicality and that swagger and confidence, especially Earlier in their career, right? Yes. Belichick goes after those guys, man. Look at, look at what he did to Troy Palomalu. Now I know Palomalu and Abram are very different players, but when you talk about guys that are super aggressive and are flying to the ball and flying everywhere, you, you confuse that guy. You show him something that he's going to want. You bring him somewhere that he, you know, that you want him to go because he thinks he's going one way to make a hit or do something else. And boom, you throw it behind him or you throw it to a spot that he's not at. I wouldn't be surprised to see them not necessarily go at Abram, but, you know, use that aggressiveness against him in other ways. Now, I know they don't have Brady anymore, but it's the same type of offense. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them, you know, doing something where all of a sudden he vacated a spot and boom, they throw it right to that spot, uh, you know, because they're taking advantage of his aggressiveness.
1: The other thing too and, and what I liked on Sunday and we talked about it probably a year ago or a little less when we lost to Baltimore the offense was struggling really couldn't mm-hmm. you know string some drives together they started playing with some tempo cuz they got behind right and they right. were slinging it all over the yard moving the ball Muhammad Sanu had a had a career night Adelman was awesome right so you had it, it, and it's I I understand it's hard to play with tempo the entire game like you just especially this year with the lack of preseason and training yeah. camp it's hard to to really you know the conditioning levels are just not there but i'd like to see him play with a little more tempo like you saw it happen sunday night they were i mean granted they were gassed edelman could barely get back to the line of scrimmage he's hanging on by a string i wouldn't be surprised if he's in a wheelchair by week 10 right now no kidding, um man. but you saw like a little bit tempo like they that conservative approach and, and you know I, I maybe not conservative is the right word but um they still can't run the ball efficiently, and I think that might change when Damian Harris gets back. I think you know Rex Burkhead was great; he did a great job. He played majority of the snaps at running back because he's kind of that Swiss Army knife, can do a little bit of everything. But we see with an uptick in snaps from him. Assuming obviously James White won't play this weekend, he's a guy who gets burnt out. Obviously, had some injury concerns just because of the style of play. But you know, if they can if they can play with a little more tempo, get to the line, run a like. They're dangerous. You know, you saw guys start playing with some more confidence. You saw it was great games from Nikhil Harry. I thought Demir Bird was really good. Lazy route on that Cam pick. I think that was, yeah. you know, probably a bad ball, and I'm sure Cam will say that himself. Um, but Edelman was great. I mean, Ryan Izzo caught a couple big passes down the stretch. Um, you know, get to the line, run, run a play. Let's go. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, I know you can't do that all right. game long, but it helped them move the ball pretty efficiently last year, and they did it really well Sunday night.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, the one thing I will say, you're going to have to run the ball. You're going to have to run the ball more effectively than you did, um, you know, Sunday night. I think they had 20 yards rushing outside of Cam. So, you know, you're going to have to run the ball better than you ran it then because you're not going to win the game. You know, and look, you'll win some games still. Right. But you're not going to win every week just throwing. It's just not going to happen. This is that this team isn't built around that. This team is built around you know, running, establishing the run and having that zone read option. And so, yeah, a lot of those, you know, a lot of the passes come off of that play action. Well, if the run isn't working, the play action all of a sudden becomes a little bit less, um, you know, becomes a little bit less impactful. And so, you know, we'll see, we'll see what ends up happening, but I think that's going to be a big part of it. Sony, you mentioned earlier just hasn't, you know, I just, the explosiveness just isn't there and I feel bad. Um, and they don't have another option. They they don't have anyone else. You know, it's not like they can just throw someone else in. Burkhead, like you said, is fragile. He just, if he gets too much time, he's gonna get hurt. And so, you know, the 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 problem is you just don't have anyone else, right? Now maybe Damian Harris, when he comes off of IR, you know, Sony gets Sony gets relegated to the bench. I don't know. Um, but man, they're gonna have to run the ball better than they ran it on Sunday night because if they're gonna if they're gonna continue to be effective, because now with with Cam being able to throw the ball too. You mix that in and you say, okay, now we can throw and we can run. Forget about it. Like now this offense is going to be a top five offense in the NFL if that's the case. You know, and and people keep saying, oh, they need weapons. They need weapons. They need weapons. That's one thing I want to hit on. People were talking about weapons, and this has been the constant debate that's been going on for the last two years about them needing more weapons. But, like, to me, I don't want a a guy. I don't want a guy. You want to get the guy. You want to get a guy like Allen Robinson. You want to get a guy like OBJ. Doesn't seem like either of those going to happen, but if if you want to get a guy like that, I'm on board. You're going to get another guy that's just a guy, you know, that's a, the third receiver for them, a Marvin Jones or a, you know a Muhammad Sanu type player. You're going to get a guy like that. I, I'm not interested in that. Now, I'm not those, those guys are fine. They're fine, but the problem is that you you have fine receivers, right? Like, yeah, and and sure, Marvin Jones is better than than Jacoby Myers, right? And 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 Demir Bird, but like. They're in your system already, even working with them. So, like, realistically, are you going to get way more from Marvin Jones than you are from those two? Like, I don't know. I, I just don't know. And we've seen time and time again, veteran receiver comes here
1: and he stinks. And so and it's the like. the other when, thing, too, Pat, is, is like they, they know when they need a guy at that position. I tuned it right. out the last four years they went out. They got Brandon Cooks, gets a lot of bad rap here, 1,000 yards, picked up the offense was great, obviously got knocked out in that Super Bowl, and I think that if, uh, uh, they moved the ball pretty well that game. I don't know if he made a diff- would have made too much of a difference, but he was right. great here. The next year, you go out, you trade for Josh Gordon, who, you know, he, he's, he's the type of guy who can walk, roll out of bed and he'll get 1,000 yards if you give him a 16-game season, right? Obviously, right. people have mixed opinions on what happened here. Obviously, he had some demons he was dealing with, but I think overall, when he was on the field, he was pretty effective. Last year. You go out and you trade in last year, two guys, Antonio Brown, right before camp, obviously he kind of fell in their lap and we know the story there. And then they go out and they trade for Muhammad Sanu. If they need a guy, they know, like people are like these, the Patriots, they don't get these receivers. They don't make moves. They've done it the last four years. Like, I, I don't get that, that notion that they just, it's just a position that they don't address. They don't address it in the draft. That's for sure. And they can't really draft well at that position, I guess that, that might be a debate for somebody, some people we know, but if they need a guy at that position, they've, they've showed you in the past, they'll go out and get it. It's just, it's got to fit. It's got to be for the right price. And I don't think it has to be after week two.
0: Right. Well, and that's, I mean, I think that that's really the thing, you know, it's like, they'll, they'll address it when they address it. And I think the price has to be right. I'm not giving up another high draft pick. I think that that was a mistake. You know, I said it on the podcast here. Of course I wanted Sanu to be good. We all did, but like, I was saying it for weeks that I wanted Emmanuel Sanders. That was the guy I I was targeting. That's the guy I wanted them to to trade for, and they trade for. They trade more than the Niners gave up to get Muhammad Sanu, and obviously ended up turning out to be a mistake. Now, maybe if he stays healthy last year, who knows? You know, who knows what happens if he stays healthy last year? But he didn't, and so that's, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. I mean, I think that, but again, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up significant amount of a significant amount of assets for pretty much anyone, unless you're going to tell me that Allen Robinson's coming here. Okay, sure. I'll give up I'll give up a significant amount of assets to get Allen Robinson. Now you're going to have to sign him to a long-term contract. The Patriots have a ton of cap space, so they could do that if they want to. Right? Supposedly the Browns are going to work with an extension and everything. If those trucks fall through and he's like, hey, I'm out of here. Like I'm, I'm leaving at the end of the season. So like, see you later. You know, so trade me or don't, but I'm gone no matter what. And then they might say, okay, let's, let's try to get something for him. And you got to give up a, you know, a second and a fourth or something like that to get him or whatever. Sure. Great. I'm in, you know, but it's just the question now, it's like, you know, what are we going to do? By the way, right. There's this whole thing about, they can't draft receivers. They can't please remember they couldn't draft tight ends. Bill couldn't draft tight ends until all of a sudden he could. So like, you know, Yes, he can't draft wide receivers. Well, how many receivers has he drafted before and he the second round? he doesn't draft wide, considering
1: two? Justin Rohrwasser in the fifth round, and seven wide receivers right. went after him, and all seven are on their team's 53-man roster. So that's I another know. thing, too. So, right? I mean, but I guess it's two right. different subjects.
0: No, and that's, I mean, look, he doesn't, he clearly doesn't value, he values different things at, at, at wide receiver, I think, than other people do um I think that you know you can seriously question his decision to take Nikhil last year I think there was obviously I mean we saw it Sunday night like look how good the coverage was from Gilmore and DK still pulled down the touchdown catch so like you know I think that you look at it and say there are guys that we probably should have taken over Nikhil but that's you know Bill's the guy that makes those decisions and he's been good at it and look he can't draft wide receivers except he drafted Dion Branch who turned out to be pretty good he drafted David Gibbons in the second seventh round who turned out to be pretty good so like Yes. Okay. You're not hitting home runs on wide receivers. You drafted one in the first round one. So like, you know, that to me is like, yeah, okay. He can't draft wide receivers, but well, he hasn't really tried, you know, and and you can blame him for not trying, or you can say, you know what? Like he drafted Edelman in the seventh round. He drafted David Gibbons in the seventh round. He picked up David Patton off the scrap heap. You know what I mean? He drafted like, and so like you start looking at it saying, okay, he, when he targets a guy that he likes, usually he does. Okay. Right. If he's willing to give up stuff for it. So it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, the narrative is what the narrative is and, and people are going to shift it no matter what. And people are going to say, Oh, you stupid for saying that, like whatever. But again, he couldn't draft tight ends because he drafted two in the first round and people think they both stunk. Of course, Ben Watson played in the NFL for, I don't know, 15 seasons. So he turned out to be decent. Daniel Graham was pretty good, you know, and of course he couldn't draft tight ends until 2010 when he drafted two pretty good ones. So like, you know, It's just, it is what it is, you know, and that's, it's one of those things. The narrative will will be what the narrative is, but, um, but, anyways, I'm getting way off topic here. Um, But listen, we, you know, look, as we said before, the Raiders game, we penciled it in as a win. We penciled it in as a win week one, or really before week one. And now you look at it and say the Raiders are for real. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Carolina looks like they stink and they put up 30 points on, uh, you know, on the Raiders, so I think they're susceptible on defense, but that offense is no joke, that offense is legit, so the defense got to to step up this week, it's not going to can't be all offense this week
1: No, for sure, I think it'll be, you know, maybe a little bit of what we saw Sunday Um, I would like to see the Patriots come out, lay the hammer out, get out to an early lead, obviously kind of struggled with that so far, I think with more comfortable, a more comfortable Cam Newton in the offense, that'll start to come, but uh, you talk about a team who's on a short week, traveled across the country, uh, got yep. some guys banged up. It's a good time to kind of jump on them early, get a lead, settle in a little bit, and and get that run game going. Let's keep let's keep handing the ball to Cam. Uh, I like what I'm saying. Let him throw too. He's, 100%. he's dropping down.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it, man. That's it. You know, and and trust. You know, he's the guy. So trust in him and and go from there. You know, he runs the offense. So. And look, I like it. I don't know if, I don't know how much, how long he can go. Yeah. He had 15 carries the first week and 11 carries last week, but shoot, man, like it's working. So keep doing it until it doesn't work, you know? So anyway, it should be a good game on Sunday. Uh Looking forward to it. And you know, look, it's like you said, it may not be a must win yet, but it's a pretty damn important game. And so you know, let's realize this going into it. I'm sure the Patriots realize this. They're going to be shorthanded without James White. It seems like again, um, and so it's definitely going to be a challenge. But they're going to have to rise to the occasion and win.
1: I agree. I agree. It's it'll be a it'll be a tough test, um, but a good good measuring ground for both teams. I think teams that are I guess shocking. Yep. Um, think yeah. Maybe not so much to us and people around New England, but people thought they weren't going to be this good. They looked real good on Sunday and. Defense played really well week one. Didn't offense played really well week two. So might be a little bit of you know they'll they'll have to beat you in multiple ways. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I love love playing uh, the Raiders. Obviously, it doesn't happen too often because they don't win that division a lot. But um, yep. it'll be a good game. Very true.
0: Yep, no, it's true. And uh, just one last final note before we leave: the Chuck rule was the right rule. It was called correctly. Don't ever let anyone tell you differently. You can argue with the rule. You can say it was a stupid rule, and it was a stupid rule, but it was called correctly. It's been called multiple times in multiple games. No one's ever complained about those ones. As a matter of fact, it happened to the Patriots earlier in 2001 against the Jets.
1: Mic drop. That's it. <laughs> See you next week.